Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good day. Hello. How are you? It's so beautiful right now. So beautiful. So cool. 68 degrees. So quiet. I turned off the music before and I'm just hearing quiet. Just maybe a fan. Just quiet. Think. Just think. I want to welcome you. Thank you for being here today. Let me remind you, as I always do, it is critical for you to subscribe and to remain subscribed. I don't understand what what people when they subscribe, they don't subscribe. They, uh, I don't know. I'm not under. I'm, I don't know how that works. But we need your subscription. We need your subs. This is part of our metric. This shows the world, hey, this guy's serious. I, I don't know why that is, but it is. We need you to like the video and hit that bell so you're always notified of live streams and the like. And I want to start off by saying, first of all, happy Father's Day to everyone who is a father was a father, always wants to be a father, had a father. It's a very unique, very unique case. Nobody talks about it. Nobody. We talk about a very grandiose, grandiose, a father. You know, I never talk, my father, why my father? And we always talk about this father like he's this boorish, you know, you, my father, my old man. A father has to do. You don't know the father. Kids need a father. Okay. And we say that. We say it all the time. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know, it means, uh, well, what does it mean? Tell me what it means. What? Um, you know, No, it's not about... It's always in terms of setting them right, setting them straight, punishing, discipline, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's okay. That's, That's important. That's really, really important. But let's go back. What's the thing that nobody tells you about? And I'm not going to go into this stuff, and I'm not going to lecture anybody. I'm going to tell you what I feel. It's very simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. I was talking to a couple recently who was getting married. I said, do you understand what marriage is? And the answer is, they said, no. I said, good. Good. Because anybody who thinks like they can speak of their old marriage, there's an old expression. The secret to a happy marriage is still a secret. And... I I take that differently. It's not what people think. It sounds like there's no happiness. There is happiness. Some people shouldn't get married. Some people should. Some people have incredibly wonderful marriages. But and 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 you would never think they they would be, but they are. It just works out like that. So it's a secret. You, you would think, but forget marriage. Put that over here. What is it about being what is it about being a father? Thank you, JG Wentworth. Thank you so much. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you so much. 
What does it mean? Because we 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 love we love to we love to pontificate, and we love to. And the problem today with these kids is they're doing the drugs and they're doing the. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go with that. Been through that again. What else are we doing wrong? Well, the kids. Okay. Let me make it very simple. And this is to the fathers, not to the kids, to the fathers. Do you end every phone conversation or text con- Well, maybe not text, but phone, because texting is weird because nobody really writes English. But if you're on the phone or you talk, do you always end with, I love you? Does I love you work? I love you, son, or whatever you call it. Whatever you want to do. And, and they're different names, you know. You can call your father, father, dad, daddy, pop. I, I'm amazed by how many people use the word mommy. You know, mommy, mommy was always, to me, mommy was like, what? Mommy? But that's very, very, very popular here in the Northeast. I never heard that in the South, but here in the North, everybody's, you know, mommy, mommy was very, uh, uh, daddy, it's kind of southern. You know, my daddy, you know, kind of. But the day my daddy died, Papa was wrong. I have a good friend in Ireland. He refers to his mammy. I don't know about you, but mammy connotes and conjures up all kinds of interesting uh, historical references. Do you tell your son you love him? It's the first connection. Mama loves them. Maybe mothers. Mothers do. Maybe they don't. They're different. It's a different thing. But you're kind of this, you know, you're this extended person. Do you love him? Think about what that is. It's a man. You're a man. This is your son. This is your son. And you're saying, I love you. You're my son. I love you. Your father loves you. That's it. That's it. Mean it. You should mean it. It always helps to mean it. Be sincere whether you mean it or not. You know how many people today... How many men I know who say, my father never said that. Never. But I knew he did. You know, I knew he did. We always talk about men being absent. That's true. Men being there. That's true. Now, if, if you have no connection with your son, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. That's obviously, we don't even get to the issue of love or saying love. But the issue is very simply this. If you do have a connection, if your son you know knows you love him, and believes it, and it's something that you love, and you hug, and you kiss, and you do what, whatever's comfortable with you. Maybe sometimes your own affection, maybe your your own family was kind of cold, maybe you didn't do it, whatever. But you always say, so that when your kid is 50 years old, you say, did your father ever say he loves you? Every day. What? Every day. Every time I talked to him. It was like, hello, how are you? I love you. And, I'm, and he meant it. That's it. That's the answer. That's it. You want to talk about the rest of it? Go ahead. You want to talk about hitting a kid? So many people. Think about this. So many people forget that what a parent does, and this isn't this isn't anything. This is just stuff. Kids are like sponges. They pick stuff up. You don't even realize. They don't even. They see you and your. They see. They see uh, mom and dad. You know close. They just see it. This is a marriage. Show them everything. They see everything. You. This is your, this, this is, that's their little fishbowl. 
You don't have to go through lectures and you know I feel you can you can come home and say, Don't talk to me. My head is killing me. You're driving me crazy. You're driving me crazy. But I love you. You're driving me nuts. You and your sister. But I love you. If you know they love you, you're fine. Everything's groovy. That's okay. Dad can be a pain in the ass. So can mom. But they love me. It's the first thing to say. You're special. No, no, stop. Let me tell you something. You're no, not just because some familial genetic thing. No, you're really special. I love you. You're worth. You have self-worth. You can do whatever. I'm proud of you. That's the next thing. We'll get to that later. But the first thing is, first thing, you have no idea. You know how Johnny Mitchell said, you don't know what you've got till it's gone? Well, you don't know what you've got if it's not there. And it's the most important and the most critical thing ever. And I have seen these men absolutely. They are so... Mothers, for the most part, are pretty good because there's a little bit genetic, a little bit, you know, they gave birth. And when a baby is born in a mother and grows, there is a cosmic connection between proteins and chemistry and electricity and soul. And, oh, my God, this is... Whoa! A mother's love, you can't... Mm. Mm. You ever see that? It defies. Your son can be a complete reprobate, but the mother always, that's her baby. And anytime you see a variation of this, there's something unnatural with this, but that's your mother's baby. You don't understand it. You don't get it. You don't get it. That guy could be a complete loser. Doesn't matter. It'd be it, things can change. Of course, there's exceptions, but for the most part, it's a different story. But men, and by the way, let me also tell you something. You listen to me carefully. If your son tells you that he's gay, so what? I love you anyway. It's not conditional. No, I love you. You. This. This thing. Not your sexuality. Not your height. Not your weight. You. That's okay. Doesn't matter. You. You sure? Absolutely. Don't worry about it. I know somebody whose father, this is true, his father was going to either beat him up or try to beat him up or do something to beat the gay up. So we're not talking about this stuff, you know, about transgender and this. Let's stop for a second. Let's just stop. They're trying to destroy fathers and men and families and marriage. It's true. You know it and I know it. But the thing that's the most important, sometimes even even the worst, even the most minuscule of love and attention is better than nothing at all. You got to have love. You got to have it. You got to show them that. It's like if a person's starving, and you see, what do we have? We got a pound of bacon and lard or nothing. I'll take the bacon. Thank you. Nothing. There's does not work. I'll take that. Am I making sense to you? Am I making sense to you? It's a very simple thing. It's a very simple thing. And you don't have to be talkative. And you don't have to express your... You don't, I mean, it helps. You don't have to. You don't have to. First is say it. Then it'd be nice to show it. But first is say it. It's a very simple thing. Well, my father... My father never really said that to me. I never... My father, we said that all the time. That's it.
And whatever happened, whatever happened, well, he's a little, little standoffish today. Had the greatest father in the world. Greatest. We didn't do any. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of that stuff that you're supposed to do. Did you go fishing? Fishing? No. Did you play sport? No. Did you go to? No. If I did something, he would. If he said, you know, I want you to go. Well, good. Didn't have to. Whatever I did. If he did, if I if I had an accomplishment, great. If it was so, so good, he'd say, well, did you try your best? Yeah, you tried your best. That's it. Doesn't matter. You do what you want. Whatever you want. I'm here for you. That's it. Period. It's the greatest thing in the world. I'm not going to belabor the point. Look at this. <laughs> crooner by trade. This is horrible. Feeling sad without a father? Crooner by trade has your back. Call Crooner by trade now and we'll find you a crooner that will help you with... Oh, this is... this is. <laughs> this, thank you. Thank you, I guess. This is... Yes, hello. Would you send somebody over to sing to me, please? Yes. Yes, thank you. Yes, it fills the void. But thank you very much. Again, I have no idea what this is about, but I think this is absolutely brilliant. Brilliant, okay? Brilliant. Um, okay. Now, I don't want to belabor the point. People spend, but I got to, well, I'll say a couple more things about it. I hate these experts, these pontificators. I can't stand these people who think they know it all best. And they know this, and they they make me sick, these people. Just shut up. What are you talking about? I don't know. Now, we got done, by the way. That's the father and the son. The father and a daughter? Oh, my God. See, mothers are different. Remember, you're from your mother. You're already, you are, you, ladies, you have it. I said ladies. You have it already, already you, you you got a running start there because there's a connection. Daughters and a father? Oh, my God. This is the way the man is the way you connect with the man in your life. The, you Oh, this is heavy Freudian stuff here. You, you, oh, oh. You know... This is weird. This, uh, but I'm going to tell you the truth. When people used to date, when people used to date, I don't even know if they do anymore. I don't even know. I know they hook up. People hook up. You want to hook up? Mm, yeah. Don't you want to? No. Don't you want to hook up? You go like that. You get your phone. You hook. You hook up. Don't you want to sit there and? Is there any attraction? No. Just hook up. Okay, fine. It's your life. I can't tell you what to do. But a woman and a husband, and a father. You can. Oh, I was going to say, if 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 you're if if you are dating, and you're hearing this, and you say, "Oh, tell me about you. Are you, are you divorced? Did you say divorced? Yeah. Your parents were divorced. Did you? When did your father move out? Because you weren't together before. Oh, I was young. Did your mother remarry? Well, yeah. Really? How many times? Three? Three. And the husbands lived with you? Yeah. Okay. What am I doing? What am I doing? What was that about? 
What was that about? I'm profiling. It's true. Profiling. Abandonment. When a little girl loses daddy, that is not daddy. That's man. Men. Masculine. It's bigger than anything you can imagine. And you can say whatever you want. You can say, no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. It's this thing. And when you... And it's very Freudian. And I'm not saying it's sexual, but it's... It's it's gender it's 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 sex in terms of gender, but it but it shows you your placement among men, and when you have a good relationship with your father, and your father loves you too, and tells you and tells you you're great, and tells you you're pretty, and tells you you're talented, and watches you do your tumbles or whatever the hell you do, because a lot of times kids say, "Hey, look at me, look at me." Okay, well, look, I'm on a swing. Look how high I go. That's great. What's that about? Accomplishment and performance. You're building somebody. You don't even know what you're doing. All you got to do is say, that's great. I love you. It's great. Did you see that? I'll do it again. Do it again. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Watch this. You look beautiful. You look pretty. Oh, my God. This is where we start. This is where we this is where eating disorders come from. This is where fitting in. And you take these little girls and you push them out into it and you go, Oh no, you're gonna to go to school and you're gonna meet these horrible, horrible people. Especially now when you're gonna be reduced to this you're gonna be just not 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 a sex object, but a but but a commodity. Oh, self-esteem is critical. Oh, my God, self-esteem is critical. So you're great, you're beautiful, you're pretty, you're wonderful, you're talented. That's it. That's it. Not smooth sailing. It's not a guarantee, but just a couple of things. But if you don't do that, you're going to have problems. Big problems. Big problems. You can think all this parenting stuff is great and all that. Good Good for you, whatever it is. And years ago when they would say, do you think gay parents should be able to adopt? Sure. Absolutely. As long as you tell them you love them. As long as you tell them you love them. Are kids going to be gay because they're parents? No. No. Remember that? They said, well, I don't know, for two gay men, I think it'd be better to have a father. He does have a father. No, you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Well, you know, a gay parent. What? You think he's going to be gay because of the parent? No. Well, how do you think the person got gay in the first place? His parents weren't gay. His brothers weren't gay. He's gay. So that doesn't work. As long as a gay parent tells this child, I love you, great. Give him attention. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Let me tell you something. I've known gay people, uh, some men, who are like mothers on steroids. They would be the greatest parent ever. Attention, focus, funny. What difference does their sexuality make? Nothing. And we get into this, okay, well, what if you had the choice between... Okay, okay does this ever happen? No. Okay, I'll play along with you. You have exactly the same. You have a gay parent, a gay, a gay couple, men and women or whatever it is, and... Uh, 
man and woman, exactly the same, exactly everything is the same, exactly the same. Okay, maybe, maybe you might say, well, okay, I'll err on this side. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's more indicative of reality, but it's not critical. I can't say it enough. I can't say it enough. It's so easy. Now, your kids can still come up, screw it up. Come on. Believe me, there are things that have nothing to do. You realize, ooh. There are some kids who are just, oh my God, this this is not good. And this is nothing. I can see there's nothing you could do. This, this, ooh. And that's true. That's just the way it is. So it's a very simple thing. It's we, we could talk about all this stuff and the parent... Hitting kids? No. No. You don't have to hit kids. No. Hitting is never good. Doesn't help. People love to talk about it later on. Oh, they love to talk about it. Oh, my father gave me a book. My mother hit me. People. A lot of black comics love who was it? I forget who it was. Somebody said, You don't understand, my mother. they hit me and, and, and it was it was a it was a it was a part of a it was funny, you know, part of a maybe of a culture, but no. No. No, you don't, you don't hit people. No. 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 I'm not going to say you're going to turn them into a serial killer, but no, you don't hit them. Nope. 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 Especially if there's something a little wrong with them. It doesn't work out. And I can give you, and I've talked about this on my private channel, about the psychosexual connections between you hitting parts of their body that are kind of sensitive and weirdly connected near other parts of the genital urinary and sometimes you get these weird kind of wait a minute what, what was that you're you're spanking loud and you're like I'm getting this is was that titillation what was that what's going on here don't do that don't do it and people will argue with you spare the rod spoil the child just like they argue with you, with you with olive oil and between you and me I love to bring it up oh I love it Love it. Because I love when people all of a sudden show this interest over stuff that's just stupid. They say, you're arguing for spanking? Yes, you're demented. But I love this. Keep talking because you're amusing me. You amuse me. Tell me again about how drinking fat helps you. Olive oil is good for you. I want to hear this. Oh, you're Italian. I love this. And I, and, and I admit it. I, I set people up because it amuses me. People don't know what they're talking about. People don't know what they're talking about. But let me say this again. Now listen to me, fathers. You listen to me. Because you're not supposed to do anything on your day. It's Father's Day. Okay. You call up your sons in particular. Because you may have done it to your daughter. I don't know. You do both. But if you if, if you haven't done And you tell your son, I love you. If you haven't, and even if you have, that's it. It's that we spend the rest of our lives trying to create, trying to correct, trying to fix what happened before. And it's like sometimes there's a tree and it bends like this. And you go, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And you straighten it up again. And there you go. That's right. But there's always that little curve there. The, straight, the tree is straightened out, but there's always that one part. You want as few of those young those parts as ever. That's it. And I know this sounds crazy, and I sound like real 60s, but it's true. We need love. If people felt love, love is esteem. I give you a feeling of, as I tell you who you are. It's not that I love you. I'm telling you, I'm giving you an appraisal. 
Sticker shock. You know the sticker on the car? This is your worth. Whoa! Your fuel economy, so-so, but your worth. Wow! You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. This is fantastic. Put this picture up. Look, did you see this? Did you see what he did? Cool. Man. Show him the tumble. Look at this somersault. Look at this. I, I can't, I can't. Everything I am today, whatever that means, <laughs> the good parts, is because somewhere along the line, I had a good sense of myself. Not, 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 I'm very, um, how do I say this? I'm very um, unimpressed with myself. Very. But I'm okay. I don't feel bad about myself. I, I'm i okay. I don't have to prove anything. I'm unlike me. It's the way it is. I'm nothing special, but that's it. I know other people who, when I see these poor people walking around, they're trying so hard. And these poor women, oh, it's got to be tough. Why are you putting that in your lips? Why are you doing this? Let me take it, changing subject just, just a little bit. I happened to watch last night, and I please, please watch this. Please. You're going to kill me when I tell you this. But you have to do this. Amy Schumer on Netflix. I watched as much as I could. She did some good things about Ilaria Baldwin and uh, Alec Baldwin. But this is the one I got to tell you. This is the most screwed up person I've ever met or seen in my life. Watch what she does. Number one, this is the best. Now, I don't know if you can do this or not. Maybe you, maybe you haven't gotten there yet. But there are people that I know who, when they get older, that's all they talk about. So she does this stand-up. Now remember, you got to stand-up and there's no laughing. Normally, you know, when you, when, when you mic a room for stand-up, you crank it up. It might even add a little bit. This is like a lecture. I've heard Ted Ted talks more raucous than this. It's brutal. She's talking about, and then I had Botox, and I had filler, and I've got this hump on my neck. And then when I had a baby, I had stretch marks, and I can see somebody 20 years old saying, what the hell am I listening to this for? What's she talking about? She's talking about her stretch mark. I don't care about her stretch mark. I don't care about this. It's not funny. I don't relate to this. Or how about this? Comedians who have a baby. Well, I had a baby. You know, breastfeeding. Oh, no. You're talking about being a baby. I can't relate to this. I can't have a baby. Or we did have a baby. I didn't come here to hear about having a baby. We've been there. We've been there. Bill Bill Cosby could do it in a, in a unique way. I don't know if anybody can do that again. I... I there's this thing about age. There's this, there's this, oh my God. I, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Don't, don't do this. Please, don't put this. Or you watch a black comic. Oh no, no, no. He's going to talk about being black. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, is there anything about not being black? Do you wake up in the morning and you're black? You go to the store, I'm black. You take a shower and you're black. You go to Starbucks and you're black. You get the mail and you're black. Is that it? Is every square inch of your existence you're black? I mean, maybe it is, but is there anything else? Do, do you have any views on something other than that? I mean, 
anything? I mean, is that it? One time I interviewed, uh, actually, uh, Dick Gregory, we did, I opened for him one time and I said, just kidding, kidding, I said, and I do this a lot of times, I say, you know, I said, you know what I like about you is that you, everything about you is not black. Well, it was. I said, some of the newer comics today, they think that they've just invented the fact of being black. Now, don't get me wrong, it's important, but enough. Tell me something I can relate to. What do you want to do? I don't under I don't understand. There's a guy I know. I don't want to tell you. You might know the name, but I'm not gonna say. And all he does is says, Well, I uh I ran in place for an hour, I did two hundred pull ups and I did this and I had prostate this and that. I'm pretty good, feel pretty good. I'm I'm out and look at me and I'm I'm working out and I'm thinking, Oh my god. What's the matter with you? You're a little boy. Look at me, mommy. Look at me. I rent. You like the way I run? Yes. I've got Facebook now. I don't need to do this. Are you kidding? I wish somebody was saying, see that? Gallon of ice cream. Finished it off myself. I sure did. I sure did. By myself. (laughs) What is the matter with people? You know what it is? Narcissistic. Solipsistic. Self-referential. Everything me. I'm the first one to have a baby. I'm the first one to breastfeed. I'm the first one to have an episiotomy. I'm the first one to have stretch marks. I'm the first one to have a dad. I'm the first one. Oh, and these kids, the terrible twos. Your kids are, they've been through this. We move on. We don't want to hear about this. Your kids are not, what do you think? My kid's in prison. You know, that kind of thing. What do you think? This is, this is, this is America. This is Netflix comedy. Dear God. And Dave Chappelle, you may love him. I'm black. And I'm black. Donald Trump is black. Okay, all right, okay. I don't like any comedy. The people who are the funniest to me aren't even doing comedy. Because comedy to me doesn't mean I'm laughing because I don't laugh. Comedy is like, hmm. That's that's the reaction you get. Hmm. And I, I and I and I, I, oh my God. Did you see? Did you see the story about um, uh, Putin? He signed the the uh, uh, the draft regarding Ukraine's neutrality. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. It's the most critical. It's the most critical. Do, what? Call your friends up. Hey, remember when you had the thing about Ukraine and the Ukrainian flag? Hey, this is good news. Did Did you hear the words? What? Well, the reason I'm calling you is that you know you always have the Ukrainian flag on your, and that's great. Did you hear that uh, Moscow and Kiev agreed on the general terms of Ukraine's neutrality and security guarantees during a peace negotiations in March of 2022? But Kiev then rather abruptly discarded the documents its delegation had signed. And during a meet, did, did you see the group of African leaders in St. Petersburg meeting with Putin? Did you see this? He showed for the first time the draft documents that were being discussed by the Russian. Did you see any of this? Did you see the reaction from, of course not. And I call people up and say, I, I'm, I'm just calling you because, you know, you you seem to be very interested in this and I know you would want to know this because, you know, you've got all this stuff 
you know, regarding, you know, uh, uh, Kiev and, you know, notice I say Kiev, I don't say Kiev. Notice that, because I'm cool, I'm cool about that. But you, but you want me to tell you this, right? No, no clue. <laughs> That's comedy. That's funny. That is funny. Next, if you can, spend some time and watch one of the best works ever, Arnold Schwarzenegger. One of the best works ever. I told you I love professional wrestling and I love everything is a work. Everything, when you go to work, a work is the portrayal that you have. Among your neighbors, among your family, among your kids, among whatever—it's how you put. You know, what is your story? Well, I'm the I'm the Russian. Uh, remember the old days in Russia? We we had uh, Nikolai Volkov, Nikita Koloff, Ivan Pusky. Well, he was Polish, the strong man. But they were the work. And a lot of these people were from Georgia. They they weren't even anywhere. But they looked Russian and they acted Russian and they pretended they were Russian. And this guy's a Samoan, and this one's a... Well, anyway, but it's a work. It's an angle. It's a, it's a... Schwarzenegger's fantastic. And what amazes me, and I want to know, why hasn't his accent gotten any better? I bet you if you called him up in the middle of the night, hello? Yes. Um, I mean, hello? Arnold, was that you? No, no. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. No, no. Why are you doing your Russian boy? I don't know why. Henry Kissinger. Harder to understand now. Have you seen this poor guy? He just sits here. I always want to say, Henry, did you drop something? He's just looking straight down. I don't know what I mean. He's 100 years old. He's just looking straight down. And they're saying, eh. Complete garbled. I don't understand what he's saying. Okay. Well, that was Henry Kissinger. Thank you very much, Dr. Kissinger, for being with us. Same thing with Bob Dylan. You heard Bob Dylan sing today? What is that? I mean, there are some people who go through voices. Remember Al Pacino? Al Pacino, I talk like this at first. Al Pacino, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, turning Serpico. And always, he needs sounds. And by the way, speaking of actors, I don't want to use the R word to mean somebody who is, but Robert De Niro is an idiot. I don't think he can, I don't think he can put two words together. I, I don't I don't think so. I really don't. Have you ever heard him speak about anything? He's the most overrated actor. I don't get it. He's the greatest. He is? Why? He's always this, no matter what. Anyway, watch this. And I'm looking at this, I'm thinking to myself, this is interesting. This is about our society. Because these are supposedly lefties. Netflix is trying to figure out what it's trying to do. Fox is trying to figure out what it's going to do. And meanwhile, in the meantime... The alternative, it's very strange. There are so many incredibly brilliant, brilliant, on my private channel, I can spend time saying, let's talk about this. And you can cite something that other people will not let you even talk about. Will not let you talk about. By the way, you see what I'm telling you about? By the way, please like this video. I, I know you're trying, but that ain't going to do it. Uh, did you see 
how Bobby Kennedy Jr. and and um, the Joe Rogan thing. They're pulling Rogan into this, Joe. Be careful. Be careful, Joe. Be careful. No, I'm going to do it. I'm Joe Rogan. No, 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 Joe. No, no, no. Be careful. See, that Bobby Kennedy can do that, not you. No, I can do that. No, no. No, they're setting you up for a big fall, Joey. I'm telling you, be careful. Back off. Talk about something else. Stay away from that V word. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you don't you don't seem to understand. You're giving yourself a lot more credit than you're. You know, I'm telling you, stay away, Jojo. Stay away from that. Talk about something else. A lot of people don't care about this. Let's just you know talk talk like with Brian, you know UFOs or whatever. People aren't going to know that they don't they don't figure it out. You got to understand something. I'm going to tell you a story. And this was told to me years ago by a judge, and it's always been a wonderful parable. Tell your kids this. Very simple. A mayor goes to a restaurant, has some friends with him. He's the mayor. He's a big shot. And they bring bread. But there's no butter. So he sees the busboy or whatever. He goes, excuse me, young man, there's no butter here. He says, I'm busy. And he snottily walks off, and the mayor says, must be... Must be overworked, this young man. So he sees me and says, excuse me, son, I hate to bother you, but could you get some butter? He says, did you hear what I said? I'm busy. Now the mayor's got to do something. Nobody talks to him like this. So the next time the kid goes by, he stands up, towering over this punk, and he says, do you know who I am? I'm the mayor. And the kid says, you know who I am? I'm in charge of the butter. Remember this. Remember this. This is what Catholic school taught me. I learned this. These are the rules. This is the teacher. If you don't like it, get out. Get out. And when you went to Catholic school and your parents paid for this, they said, you did what? You did, you said what? Oh, no, 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 no. See, I never, I never did this. I never was a behavior problem. Never. Never saw the reason to. But other people did, and they never understood who was in charge of the butter. I don't understand that. There are rules. They're not fair. They're not right. Oh, no way. Those are the rules. And every now and then, somebody says, no, you don't understand. I I am... Uh, you don't know who I am. Well, I think I know who you are. And nobody cares about who you are because that guy over there, that idiot, he's in charge. That guy's in charge, believe it or not. And that guy in charge says you can't talk about that. They don't want to hear that. Now, you got away once, Joe. Remember that Spotify? It's a great deal. It's a great deal. Let me tell you something. You got away once. It was January of 22. And you came out and you were absolutely uh, contrite. You expiated your error. Neil Young said, I'm leaving Spotify. If you don't get rid of that. You think the coast is clear? Do you think the coast is clear? You think you're beyond this? 
Is that what you think? Mm-mm. They would love to just... Because you don't mean anything. Nobody needs you. Joe, I'm going to tell you again. I know I'm a broken record, but it's worth repeating. These people would destroy Anheuser-Busch, Target, Disney, the Los Angeles Dodgers to pursue claims, and they love to just destroy people. J.K. Rowling, Kathy Griffin, the Dixie Chicks, they just love it. They just love to, boom, they just, they just, and once the pitchfork and torch crowd, that's it. Alex Jones, that's it. I don't even want to hear it. Did you hear what? I don't care. I want him out. I want him gone. I want him, you know, just, that's it. And I promise you, and Joe, you don't even understand this. Bobby Kennedy poses an existential threat to the Democratic Party, and you've got him on? Oh, dear God. Okay. Who do you think runs Spotify? Don't, don't give me, don't give me the name of the person. Please. Don't, don't insult me. Who runs Spotify? Who runs everything? Do the people who run everything, do they support Bobby Kennedy? No. Bobby Kennedy's a threat. So what are you doing? Because you believe this tough guy stuff. Don't tell me you're doing any juice. I hope you're not. Because that makes you crazy. You know that makes you crazy, right? What performance enhancement and, and testosterone, whatever it does, is it puts you back into a puberty. That's why people have zits on the back and all this. And it makes you go through this nuttiness again. And if you have any predisposition towards lunacy to begin with, throw in the fun of, of you know, steroids or hormones or whatever, and you'll go nuts. Oh, I knew a guy one time who had a drug addict, drug problem, and a compulsive gambler, and he went on steroids. Gone. It just, everything kicked in. So anyway, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, I'm seeing it right now, and it's trending. It's trending. Same thing with Tucker. Tucker Carlson thinks he's unbeatable. Well, I'm Tucker Carlson. You don't understand. Uh-huh. No, no, no. You don't understand. Uh, they they love me. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Let me try it again. I made Fox News. Fox News won't exist without me. No. They're going to do actually better without you. Why? Better advertising. You were a problem. Yeah, well, maybe. But still, see, my message, your message is, is schlock. Believe me, I'll give you two websites. I'll, I'll give you two authors, people who will blow you out of the water. You're not even close. You half of your intros are a waste of time. You want to explain. You you you, you want to wow us with your prose or something. I don't know. Get down to business. Instead of saying this is a psyop, this is a whatever, this is a false flag. That's the way most people. Not you. Since time immemorial, mankind since the days of Charlemagne tried their ways and the pirates of the false flag where the pirate ship would come in replete to Jolly Roger with this you got five minutes into this and you're wasting your time to wow us with your brilliance and your prose listen Mr. Newport listen Mr. Uh, 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 Preppy uh, you know trust fund uh, whatever enough with this You've got a group of people with the attention span of an ad. They're not well-read. They don't know what the hell you're talking about. So you're going to be appealing to maybe less than 1% of the population who might, who just might be paying attention to you. Watch those guys. That's the one to do it. 
You're missing the point. You're getting caught up in your delusions. You're saying nothing. But he got 25, 50 million. If you don't think Elon Musk is, how much did he get? 10%? No, 10 million? No, 20. Try now. That looks better. Why? Because I'm trying to draw people in to buy my space. What am I doing? I'm. This is... I, I've, I've already got Tucker coming in who says I'm this and that. And then I want to make sure that everybody uh, thinks that, wow, look at the numbers he's getting. That's where I want my advertising dollar. Uh, let me see this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ted Smith. I don't know what is happening, but Ted, thank you. This is absolute Sheer brilliance. Brilliance! Thank you. And crooners, and, and I, 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 I'm wondering if anybody ever has this on other particular live streams. I can't watch other live streams. Cannot watch them. I tried. I tried. It's A lot of it's like this. This is my imitation of most live streams. Ready? It goes like this. This is the first five minutes. Second five minutes. <laughs> I'll get back with you once you uh, once you get into that. It, it's it's me. I'm funny that way. I'm I'm really funny that way. Well, Ted, thank you, Ted. I hope you're doing well. Your life has changed now because of crooners. I appreciate that, Ted. Thank you so much. And and I wish everybody, can, may, may I ask how many of you are fathers? May we just get a kind of a kind of a run through here, a little bit of a, just a fathers. Are you fathers? Are you? Who is who is who is a, a, a father today? It's very important because it really, I mean, to to accomplish it doesn't take a lot. Remember the old joke: When's Mother's Day? Nine months after Father's Day. Oh, oh, oh. Well, in the old days, that joke would have applied. But but who is that? Because there is no class for that. You do realize it. Men don't read about that. Women do. Do you ever see a pregnant woman? What to do before the baby? You know that book they read? They're really into it. Women, at least they used to. I don't know about now. I'm, I'm, I might be dating myself. But women really like to kind of prepare for things, not men. Robert E. Lee, there you are. There is a, look at this. Ford has a 34-year-old daughter. Good for you. Stepfather. You know what? Let me tell you something, drummer. Stepfathers are a whole thing. Let me tell you something. There's something to be said for that. Sometimes a stepfather can have the same effect, believe it or not, by you saying, listen, I don't have to tell you this. I'm not obligated, but I love you too. It's like being adopted. When you can say that thing. So good for you. Puffs the dad. Uh, <laughs> Quitters is not me. All my children are imaginary. Blessed twice. Daughter and a son. Beautiful. Look at this. Excellent. That's beautiful. That's excellent. Now, I don't want to ask you this, but I hope everybody's father said, remember, I love you. You're great. I'm proud of you. That means so much. I can't say that enough. When you're a kid, 
And you're walking around saying, am I okay? Look at this. Two most wonderful and loved children. My daughter's a son bringing me breakfast here real soon. Look at this. Other son in Seattle. Beautiful. Billy says, I raised four kids that are not mine. And the police were very upset about this. Would you leave them alone? Okay, I'm just trying to help. They are your kids. What do you mean you're not? My father left me when I was younger. But <laughs> Ted, you never, nobody makes me laugh. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That caught me off guard. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, but see that usually, I know parents, and and you know, and some some parents look. Some people say, look, I didn't. I don't know how to say that because you know, when I was a kid, my parents didn't say it to me, or because of our culture, well, whatever it is. Let me explain something to you. This is one of the best things too. This is this is the most important thing. And it's one of those things. You want to have a kid who performs. Did you ever perform? Did you ever have where you perform, where you sit around, come on, let's go, here we go. She's going to dance for us. And you say, okay, okay, here we go. And you walk out and you and you dance or you, or you play, whatever you do. And you're performing. And now you're saying, I'm, I'm going from my, my quiet life into my and they love me and I'm and I'm worthwhile and I'm talented. Now I want to go do something else. I want to perform. There you go. No shyness here. This is Autism Awareness Month. Should be Autism Awareness Year. Should always be aware of them. And one of the most interesting things about autism and spectrum disorders is to understand what isn't there, what is in reverse. What is what is a positive versus a negative uh, symptom. A positive symptom is something that is exaggerated that is normally there. A negative is something that is that is promoted, which how do we say this? Schizophrenia. Positive, delusions of grandeur, um, hallucinations, negative, uh, withdrawn, incommunicated. It's something that you normally have, but that is removed or that is lessened. Positive is something that you have normally, which is exaggerated. Um, when your kid, when your kid is looking at you and laughing and dancing or whatever, be grateful, be thankful, and nurture it. Nurture it. Because being able to perform a life as a performance, and life is a cabaret, old chum. Performance is a whole different story. Uh... uh Grace says, how do I make it through the day with my father, when I know he has a few weeks left, how can I not be a weeping mess? Well, you know what? You're entitled to be a weeping mess. And you're... There's nothing I can tell you. But this is, and, and one of those weird aspects of life, 
that do absolutely no good to make you feel better. But Elisha will say, okay, I kind of... This is that thing that you knew was coming. Sometimes you didn't know it was coming this way or you didn't know it was in this particular way. But when you see your parents go and you see them, I know this may sound strange to you and I know you may not believe this and I know you may not get it, but my parents are here. I know that sounds strange. I know it sounds weird. I mean, I can't pick up the phone. I don't want my parents to be sick and I don't want them to be in pain. And I want to, there's a time frozen when I'm thinking. I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could meet them when they were my, to meet your parents when you were at the same age. When they, that would be something. But I don't want that. I don't want my parents around so that they're, no, 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 no. I don't want that. I want them to be free of illness, but there are moments, I swear to God, and I'm not religious, I'm not spiritual, I'm not in the, however, however, there are more and more people, like Roger Penrose and others, who are talking about quantum mechanics explaining that we do not die. It's not something I'm making up, it's not saying I'm something that, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating it, we do not die. And your parents do not die. And what's really weird is when, have you noticed anybody, have you noticed when you get older, you start looking like your parents and go, oh my God, oh my God, look at this. This is like my grandfather. <clears throat> Great. If you see a joke, if you hear a song, you think of like, you know, wasn't that great? That was a weird time. That was a fun time. That was then. Good for you. And it's not supposed to be forever. And there's nothing that went wrong. This is the way, this was in the works. doesn't help at all. But at least, at least everybody understands, yep, that's me, yep. Think about those moments that are funny. Think about the songs he liked. Think about those moments. Think about what he liked to eat. Think about whatever it is. And I swear to you, I swear I swear to you, they are. They will be as alive. It's like they're in the other room or another city and you haven't called them yet. That's all. Because when you move away from, from home and you live in a different city, sometimes you go periods of time without talking to them, which is a wrong thing, which is not good, but maybe you do. But you realize they're there and I, they, I could talk to them if I was there. Now, whatever you do, do not get into regrets. Regrets are the most stupid thing anybody's ever done. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have done that. And you know, like Carl Ellis said, the uh, rational emotive therapy, the cognitive, he says, people become scatological. Because when people say, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that, pretty soon I'm shouldn't all over myself, as the pun goes. That's all. You're going to be fine. But remember, the best, the best tribute the best tribute is to understand the finality of this. This is not a mistake. This is the way it is. It's brutal. But the memory part, that doesn't die. And lucky that you have memories. Lucky that you have them. There's nothing worse than people who are like, eh, who just have never no connection whatsoever to it. It is. It's really true. It's a be, It's a wonderful thing. It's you got to ask yourself, what is it that... 
what 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 is it that that makes us feel these things? What is it? I I to me it's very clear. It's very interesting, you know, these connections that we have, and it's a and it's and it's something that, you know, you can. Some people need therapy, which is fine. Other people may need that's fine. To me, it's obvious. So when your parents are alive, and the best thing to do. With your, if, if your father's alive today, make sure you tell them you love him and make sure, fathers, you tell your kids you love them. Because one of these days, this existence, whatever this is, is over. Interesting, YouTube has presented this. This You live forever on YouTube. Forever. Forever. I'm still... I, I, I've been listening to Gore Vidal, the same interviews forever. And I love it. I love those... Those periods of time, I just love to listen to people that were just so great. To to they're they're here, they're there. I'm listening to, I'm listening to Peter Bogdanovich interviews with Orson Welles. I'm thinking, get both dead, but listen to them. This is they're just as alive today as ever. I'm listen listen to them. They're dead. No, they're not. This is this is a different story. In any event, in any event. All right, my friends. Happy Father's Day to one and all. Thank you so much for being with us. And to our crooner friends, thank you. To Ted Smith, you have been an inspiration to all of us. Thank you so, so very much. I mean that sincerely. And you, Mr. Wentworth, as well. Thank you. Have a great and a glorious day. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your fun. Enjoy whatever. And if you don't have your father today, just think back. Think back to memories that were funny, things that made you laugh. What was his favorite song? What did he wear a particular cologne? What were his favorite expressions? Just, that's all. That's all. I wish sometimes we could have a bag. Some people have this, a bag of clothing, so you can smell them. There's a smell people have. And we lose it with our olfactory sense because we're always, we're always brushing away, you know, spraying. But we all have a scent that pheromones connect with. It's very primordial, but it's very real. And I can smell my father. I can smell. I have, there's a, there's, a, there's a scent. It's not an odor, but it's a scent. That's all. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. We'll see you tonight at 8 p.m. I hope you join us again. Again, thank you so, so very much. Please like the video. We need your likes. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the little bell so you're notified of live streams and all that stuff. And until tonight at 8 p.m., remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.